Hi, welcome to the Moms on Maternity YouTube show and podcast. I'm Amy Cruz, and today we have on Megan Murphy. Megan is the author of Your Fully Charged Life, A Radically Simple Approach to Having Endless Energy and Filling Every Day with Yay. Uh, she's also uh, the editor at Women's Day Magazine and used to have a very senior role at Good Housekeeping. So how are you today, Megan? I'm pretty great. Thank you. Congrats on your new, on the paperback launch of the book that just, that just was released in paperback? Yeah, so the hardcover came out in um, February 2021, and the paperback came out on 2-22-22, um, which felt just like a very good, and it was a Tuesday. Yeah. So it was the most epic Taco Tuesday in book launch ever. <laughs> How long did it take you to write this book? You know, I mean, I, I sometimes say a lifetime and then sometimes say three years. So, I mean, it was clearly, um, you know, a product of a lot of living um, that I needed to get down on paper, but the actual physical from signing a book deal to going to print was, was probably three years in total. I was also running a magazine at the time, you know, having three kids, doing a podcast, doing television segments, kind of juggling quite a few things. So it wasn't like I was holed up in Vermont writing a book. I think I could have got- How old are your kids? So I have an 11 year old, a 10 year old and an eight year old. Oh, wow, you are amazing. (laughs) When did, I mean, this book just, I'm just meeting you for the first time. I'm hugely impressed by what you've accomplished in your life and you have three kids, that's amazing. Did you know this book was in you at what like age? or how long ago? So I've always been a person who makes their mess their message. And I've always been an evangelist for information. Um, So if I have a problem and I find a solution, I just want everyone to know about it. Um, I think that's why I've been a service journalist for 20 plus years. So for me, I, I underwent quite a transformation. I started out as a really troubled teenager, had some rocky years. Um, was anorexic, spent some time in the hospital. My best friend committed suicide. I I really, really struggled during my formative years. And it wasn't until I went through a lot of therapy and hospitalizations and really started to get strong um, that I really found a lot of um, cathartic relief in writing. And so when I started to write about my experience, Um, first thing that happened was I wrote this powerful essay that won me a scholarship. So I wound up winning this Horatio Alger National Scholarship. I won $10,000. I wound up on a national television show on NBC, and I was celebrated by Don Johnson and Bob Costas and Tristy Yearwood performed. And the next thing I knew, I wound up YM Magazine, Young and Modern or Young Miss at the time, called me and said, we'd like to tell your story. And I said, well, sure, but I want to write it. And can I be an intern? And can I start on Monday? Okay, great. I'll see you then. Um, And so it was was the process of writing and getting my feelings out on paper, being vulnerable, connecting with other people around what I was going through, and then finding solutions and working through the problem and being able to share that has always just been a huge part of what helps me thrive and move forward um, and be okay. And so for me, another big turning point in my life happened when my father was sick. I lost my father to pancreatic cancer. 
he was diagnosed and gone within like a five month span. And I can remember joining him for chemotherapy one day and just sitting there with him and being like, dad, I am not giving up, but stage four pancreatic cancer really sucks. Mm -hmm. And I just want to have this horrible conversation right now. What do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? Um, and he was very clear about those things and it had nothing to do with stuff and it not, had nothing to do with all the business accolades he had had. It was very, very simple. And in that moment, I also was able to ask myself the same question, like, well, how do you want to be remembered? And it was in asking myself that question that I realized that I wanted to be remembered for a legacy of positive energy. And I felt like the best way to bottle that energy or to share that energy um, that I had been able to harness through this transformative years was to write a book. Um, and so I became very, very focused and committed to writing your fully charged life. Wow. Wow. What problem does your fully charged life solve? If someone was to... Sure. Well, I love to say that nobody's broken and mm -hmm. I'm not going to fix you, mm -hmm. but tomorrow could absolutely be more awesome. And there's going to be some trick, some strategy, some reframe that I share in this book that is going to give you that lightning bolt, that electric charge to make your tomorrow more awesome. I really, really believe that, that change, um, comes from small micro actions. And sometimes it's just the right tip, the right trick, the right strategy coming from the right person at the right time that changes everything for you. And it could be so simple. Wow. What the legacy, positive energy, and, and your dad, that story was very moving. Um, do you, I don't think most people have really sat down and thought about what legacy do I want to leave? Is that something that your book would help with or what are your, how do you help people figure that out? I mean, I just think it's an important exercise for anyone. Like, what are you doing? How are you living your life? How are you prioritizing what's meaningful to you and what you care about? How do you want to be remembered? Like, and are you living that today? Are you putting things off? Um, are you, you know, like for me, when I asked myself that question, it, it created a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. it, it helped me remember that tomorrow is not promised and that everything I'm doing right here, right now is all that actually matters. And that's what leads up to how I will be remembered and what I want my legacy to be. What is your top three tips for positive energy? I mean, I think the beauty of it is, is that um, it looks different for everybody. You know, mm -hmm. happiness is one, one size fits all. It looks so different for everybody. So the book is really broken down into different sections. So it starts with the positive charge. And that's really how to retrain your brain to more automatically prioritize positivity and see the good. I mean, I talk a lot about our negativity bias and how primally programmed we are to dwell on the negative, to sit in what sucks. How do we wake ourselves up out of that? It can be very simple. It can just be a, a matter of changing the way you, you look at things to change the way you do things. I give very simple tricks instead of walking, you know, every, you go to the grocery store and you park your car in the same spot every single time. 
One of you park in a different spot. One of you stand at a different place in your exercise class. One of you walk a different route to the train. How mm -hmm. does changing the way you do things change the way you see things? Mm -hmm. How does it wake you up? Yeah. A lot of us have been living on autopilot. How do you wake up? So you're a great speaker and clearly a great writer. Um, you have had these roles um, at these big magazines. Do you feel that the career training you had was really important to getting the book done or are they unrelated? No, I mean, I, so my career training, I, so I studied acting, so I always laugh. My degree's in theater. I was an actress. I was a host on MTV for a bit and did commercials and off-Broadway. So I do like, I do like an audience. I do mm -hmm. like um, to perform. It's, it's very, I find it very electrifying. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly being a magazine editor for 25 years, I've worked everywhere from YM, one of the founding editors of Teen People, to Cosmo. I was the deputy editor at Self Magazine for nine years, Cosmo, uh, Good Housekeeping for six years. I'm the editor-in-chief of Woman's Day. So clearly that training, that media training has been incredibly valuable. I am really good at research. I am really good at distilling and fun filtering information so that it, it becomes actionable and, and fun for you to actually use that information. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at my book, there's like 45 pages of citations because I love the science. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give you crap advice. I want to give you well-researched, proven, uh, scientifically backed advice that will actually work in real life for you. But the book doesn't talk about basically like any media training it's really about living your life in a yeah. more energetic manner no 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 like the work charge chapter of the book is really about letting your work work for you and how to find fulfillment at work if you really can't change the what of the job you need the paycheck you got to pay the mortgage how can you change um, what you focus on and if you focus on the who of the work the why of the work and the how of the work how can that subsequently make the job work for you? Um, so I talk a lot about finding happiness at work. In the health charge chapter, I talk about the importance of protecting your sleep. I give you strategies for doing that. Mm -hmm. I talk about movement and moving your body and exercise and how it is really non-negotiable. Um, the love charge chapter is really all about our relationships. And we think of sometimes just about the big relationships a spouse, our kids, a mother-in-law, but really focusing on the so-called weak ties, your interaction with the barista, the UPS person, the mail carrier. Yeah. Those are incredibly meaningful and powerful interactions that can absolutely change the trajectory of your day. Mm -hmm. So I talk about those weak ties. The um, recharge chapter is really all about resilience in the face of loss. And I think so many of us are grieving right now. We're grieving for what was instead of learning how to live with what is more effectively and happily. And so I do a lot about that on, on looking about grit and grace, living with grit and grace in the face of adversity. Um, and the extra charge chapter is really about all those extras, like why having a favorite color or buying yourself flowers on a Monday or making your bed could actually be your game changer because science says, Wow, I love it. You know, um, it's very, yeah, it sounds like a very powerful book. A lot of amazing tips that you've brought in from so many different kind of areas of science, like you said. 
as a mom, do you have any, you know, chapters or parts that would really speak to parenting or just mindset as a mom, working mom? Yeah, I talk a lot. I mean, I think moms, a lot of my readers are moms. Um, I talk a lot about learning how to say no so that you can say yes to what matters. Um, and that has been, I think, profoundly helpful to a lot of the moms in my circles because I think we say yes to so much that there's nothing left. Mm -hmm. And learning to say no is a form of self-care. And I would say it's more important than a massage or getting your nails done. Learning to say no is the ultimate in self-care. Um, I also talk a lot about treating your family about as a team. I call mm -hmm. my family Team Murphy. Mm -hmm. and, and what it means to really operate like a team. Um, I talk a lot about how balance is BS. And it's really about trying to create synergy in the home and what that looks like. Um, you know, I think there's, I'm clearly a mom. Um, they sometimes joke that I'm the mom in chief. Um, I think there's a lot of advice that would really resonate for moms. Awesome. Where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years? Um, I work really hard at not forward thinking too much. Um, I really like to say to my kids, stay in your day. Mm -hmm. And I am someone who is very, very present. And I have a hard time looking five years in the future. And I, and I try to explain that by saying in March, 2020, if you had said to me, mm -hmm. I would be on lockdown, wiping my groceries off with a Clorox wipe um, and launching and reinventing a magazine from my kitchen table without ever having met my team in person. Well, my imagination is not that wild and I never in a million years would have dreamed what the past two years has looked like for me. Mm -hmm. So I find it hard to think that I could imagine the next two years with any kind of clarity. So I really focus on living with passion and purpose, mm -hmm. uh, staying really true to my core values, um, prioritizing family above all else, and um, and really trusting my gut and really working hard. I, I love that. It's so different from what I've classically learned about visioning. And I actually, that really resonates with me, just that little shift in lens. Do you have a favorite quote or did you have a quote that you wrote specifically for the book? Um, I am a quote machine <laughs> and my quotes, um, my quotes change daily. My quote of the day today, it, like was just inspired by a crazy workout song this morning, but it was just in case nobody told you, um, wait, what did I write? No, I <laughs> so are these ones you come up with or actual? No, I write all my own quotes. I don't like, oh my gosh, quote. that's amazing. Can we find them somewhere? Oh. Oh yeah, I post them on Instagram. Oh, okay. Just in case no one told you today, you're looking like a snack. Actually, a whole meal. That's my, I love it when someone tells me I look like a snack. You're looking like a snack. Yes. I so many innuendos I could throw in there. Um, um, but I do have, I mean, I write, I write quotes every day. Um, I post them on my Instagram all the time. What's I'll your Instagram again? Oh, I'm at Megan B. Murphy. M-E-A-G-H-A-N-B Murphy. Um, yeah, like the latest one was Forget Sunday. I've got the return to office scaries. Um, okay, hold, well, another question. Oh, we'll this is a good one for moms. Okay. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Right. 
That's a hard one to solve, to swallow. Oh, here's another one. There will always be more, better, faster, stronger, prettier, thinner, richer, smarter, funnier. And you will always be miserable if that's all you see. Do you consider yourself religious or spiritual? Um, you know, it's interesting. My kids go to Catholic school, so I would tell the principal that we're religious. Um, but you know what? I, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't pray with a lot of regularity. I don't attend church with a lot of regularity. I certainly believe in something bigger than myself. Um, and when the cardinal lands outside my kitchen window, I am convinced it's my father. Um, so I believe in something bigger than myself. I just haven't given it a name and I'm not quite sure what it is. Cool. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. The book is Your Fully Charged Life by, do you, is your author name Megan B. Murphy then? Yeah, it's Megan B. Murphy, B, no period. My legal middle name is the letter B. Um, <laughs> there was another Megan who like worked for the star or something years ago. So I was always just made sure I use my middle name so that we wouldn't be confused. Spelled the same way? M-E-A-G-H-A-N, isn't that crazy? That is so, well, it was meant oh, to have a B. Oh, I know. Cool, it was really nice meeting you. So again, Amazon, Your Fully Charged Life, the paperback just came out. Sounds like a book that'll really change, you know, your mindset, which is everything. Yay, thank you. Thank you. All right, see ya, bye. Thanks for watching. For more, please visit www.monsummaternity.com.